Hey everyone, welcome to The Daily Word. I'm really glad that you've joined me. And for our Daily Word today, we're in the book of the prophet Ezekiel, chapter 46. I want to share verse 9 with you, and then let's talk just for a few minutes today about anticipating transformation. But when the people come in through the north gateway to worship the Lord during the religious festivals, they must leave by the south gateway. And those who enter through the south gateway must leave by the north gateway. They must never leave by the same gateway they came in, but must always use the opposite gateway. So I want to ask you to think with me about people who encounter God and what happens to them. Let's just run through a few folks that we meet in the scriptures. Moses would meet with God. And when he came away from meeting with God, his face shone with the glory of God. And the, these, these folks who would, would see him um, would be so intimidated, so taken aback, the, the, the sin in their life uh, would, would just sort of repel them from the, the presence of the glory of God. And so he started actually covering his, his face as he would come out from those meetings. And so he comes away radiant with the, the sort of glow of the, the glory of God. And, and then we think about Isaiah. When he has his calling, he has this sort of spiritual transport to the throne room of God, and he comes away with a calling, yes, so the trajectory of his life has changed, but also he comes away forgiven, his sins cleansed away. Peter, if we move to the New Testament here, as we think about the apostle Peter, he encounters the risen Savior, and he receives the gift of the Holy Spirit. God comes to dwell in him, and, and he goes from running away, denying that he even knows Jesus at all, to standing before thousands in Jerusalem, the place where Jesus was killed, standing before thousands there, proclaiming the truth of the gospel uh, of Jesus Christ. Think also with me, if you will, about the apostle Paul. As he's going around on his persecution tour, he is actively persecuting the church. He is seeing even to the killing of those who come to faith in Jesus Christ. He's on the road to Damascus and, and the Lord knocks him down, blinds him. God prevails upon him in a mighty way. He has this encounter with God, and he goes from the, the greatest persecutor of the church, think about this now, to being the, the great evangelist, the chief evangelist of the, the early church. Now, in light of these things, Look with me at Ezekiel 46. And here in verse 9, the instruction is that when you come in to worship God, you go out a different way. So if you come in that gateway, the north one, go out the south. If you come in the south, you go out the north, right? 
don't come in the same way that don't leave rather the, the same way that you came in leave by a different gate and as God's giving these instructions for this new and better temple it sure seems to me that this is not just about the flow of you know foot traffic that that this is really about the fact that that God is communicating in this in this way the the very real uh, truth that when we encounter God, when we come before Him in worship, we we come away changed. We are not the same as before we came in. This is a physical way of acknowledging this transformation that happens in the presence of God. So is God not here saying that there's a day coming when you will you will so encounter my presence in worship that you will be changed. Do you know the, the Lord indicates His immediate and powerful presence as He talks about the gathering of believers. This is in Matthew chapter 18 verses 19 and 20. Listen to this. I also tell you this, if two of you agree here on earth concerning anything you ask, my Father in heaven will do it for you. For where two or three gather together as my followers, I am there among them. So the, the, the Lord answering prayer, the Lord being there in worship, the Lord is particularly, specially present in worship. And so we come to worship, check this out. We come to worship with this anticipation. We come with this attitude of surrender, of readiness, of willingness that this is actually true worship to give ourselves to the Lord, to lay ourselves upon the altar of God and say, I, I am yours, Lord, command me, do what you will with me, I am yours. Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all He has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. We come away transformed. We come out of the world to worship, friends. And as we gather and worship as the people of God, He is there. He has promised. He is there and He is listening. He is attentive. And as we come in surrender and we place ourselves upon the, the altar of God, a spiritual sacrifice, He takes us and changes us. He calls us out of the world and He enables us to not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our minds so that we can discern what is God's will for us. What is it that God wants for my life? What does it look like for me to follow Jesus? And so we come away changed. And may it be so in Christ's holy name. Amen. Amen. And friends, until we have a chance to speak again, I pray that God would bless you and that he would keep you.